0: Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. This is a first on this episode. I am talking with my first consultant, officially who is working out of Karachi, but the reality is possibly you are everywhere. And before we even get there, okay, Brian Brian Romley calls you Facil, I think, or Fasil. I don't even know what he calls you. He doesn't call you by your right name. And it drives me crazy on the podcast.
1: So hardly anyone does. Uh, I, I'm now more accustomed to my uh, Americanized version of my name, if you will, than the actual name. The actual name is Fasil Khan. Uh, everyone calls me Faisal or Faisal or Ficial, And so there are many versions out there, but I'll take it as long as you get my head to turn. So,
0: (laughs) so, so so officially the rest of this call, I'm going to say Faisal and I'm going to be right.
1: That's right on the mark. Faisal.
0: All right. And I've called you um, Faisal, by the way, for years now. So Faisal.
1: So Faisal, trust me, I I turn I'm more custom and tuned to the word Faisal than Faisal. You know, sometimes uh, I've I've actually missed planes because people have called me Faisal and I've you know I'm just sitting in the terminal and say yeah oh, must be someone else.
0: That works. So we're gonna start right here because this is on your website, and I love this statement when when you talk about working with you. I'm based out of Karachi, Pakistan. Don't let that deter you, for I work globally. Can you explain that?
1: You know, I work in about, I started with about four. Now I'm working in about 70 countries. Uh, So North America, entire Europe. Middle East, Central Asian states, Far East, Southern Asia, you know, uh, Africa, many countries in Africa and so forth. So one of the things I ask is, oh, you're in Karachi. I said, okay, well, let's get the elephant out of the room. If I were in Munich or Berlin or Frankfurt or Copenhagen or London, would that question even come up? And they'll say, well, you know, I said, okay, then let me tell you the second statement. The second statement is, if my being in Karachi somehow hampers the delivery of the subject matter at, at hand, I'll get off the call. But if it doesn't, can we proceed? So you know, that's how I work with it. My clients have a problem. Uh, they get on the phone with me, and I match make and I solve the problem. Where I'm based is ninety nine percent of the time irrelevant to them.
0: So let's talk about your expertise because it actually goes across um, a number of areas, especially when we're talking about payments. But but one that I consider you to be, you know, one of the the, the top five globally is on cross border. So one, how did you get so Thinking about
1: cross border payments. Do why? Uh, so I studied. Uh, I changed my career at the age of 40. Not many people do that. Previously, I was in the technology industry doing IT for financial services. At 40, I decided I want to get into the payments. I want to become a consultant. I studied. I took a sabbatical for a year. And I looked at the market sizes. The biggest market size was B2B payments. At that time, it was slated to be somewhere around the $35 trillion mark a year. And uh, the remittances were just shy of $600 billion. So I said, yeah, yeah, this is a good uh, place to work with. And it's an industry that's not going to vanish anytime soon. It's just going to grow bigger and bigger. Uh, because the world of cross-border is extremely fragmented. You and I can exchange an email without even thinking. You and I are on a Skype call without even thinking. But when you and I have to exchange a payment, there is so much thinking behind it. And it is indeed extremely fragmented. So I said, this is a great thing. And that's what I do. If it's value moving across the border in any shape or form, fiat, Bitcoin, smoke signals, treasury bonds, etc., there are there are elements attached to it. There's a consumer, there's a bank, there's a processor, there's a license, there's a network, there's a settlement network, there's a market maker, liquidity provider, etc. Uh on the send side and on the receipt side. And my goal is to connect and work with all of these. So people are calling me, missing a link, missing a link or two, or missing the entire value chain, and I help that happen. I, I make that happen for them.
0: So I know that at one point about 80% of your clients were in North America is that still the same distribution?
1: Uh, it is still. Yes, absolutely. Uh, North America is still my strongest thing because North America is a very large market. And North American companies are now exploring. For, if I had to joke, well, I do joke about it. And I say, well, ah, you've discovered the world map. They say, yes, we, in, you know, indeed we have. And uh, so they say, okay, you know, there's so much traction within the U.S. itself. It's very competitive, but there are certain... Uh, routes, if you will, that are extremely, extremely uncharted. And uh, there's a lot of money to be made. And that is how I help them uh, get into those markets, emerging markets, developing markets, or hard to get into markets. But yes, the origination or termination usually is from North America.
0: So we met a couple of years ago in Istanbul at a payments conference, but I knew about you um, well prior to that because of all your work on Quora. Uh, for folks that don't know, if you ask a question around payments, blockchain, uh, you can take your pick you're going to find an answer for me where did you find all that time
1: I just it was accidental I would love to take credit and say hey it was all planned it wasn't uh, this is the accidental baby that came out and turned out to be an Einstein if you will uh, a successful Einstein that uh, that too so I love answering questions I love uh, you know um, helping people out and Cora was my calling I went there I answered questions it went from one to two and remember I was in the early stages of my career there weren't many you know, contracts coming in and so forth. And there were many, many questions that were not answered in the payment space. And I I went for it. And today I have about 5,000 plus answers and I go daily and I try to answer one or two, sometimes five questions and so forth. And that is where people find me from. They say, okay, you know, you're right. I mean, my name will pop up, not all the time, but it usually does in the payment space. And people say, oh, let's give this guy a call. And that's how I get all my clients.
0: I mean, for me, when I do my research and a lot of talks or a lot of work with my clients, the good news is if I see you listed as one of the answers, then I know that the answer is quality, right? I don't have to um, go out and do 80 fact checks against it. So, again, I, I knew about you well before we ever met in person.
1: But, you know, the the thing is, you you mentioned quality and one has to be very, very careful because in this industry, if you put garbage out, people will rip you to shreds. And I did put a lot of garbage out Let's be very honest. I did. I did try it, you know, and I was ripped to shreds. And then, you know, I understood the importance of when you answer in a community, you have a social responsibility in your shoulders. So you can't just BS your way and you have to put out genuine content, content that really has quality and value to it rather than the, the BS element, you know?
0: I agree completely. You also do one of my favorite podcasts, one I've listened to now for several years, Around the Coin uh, with Mike and Brian. How did that start?
1: Uh, Cora, again, uh, it was one day <laughs> Mike just Mike just said, hey, you know, I would love to get you and Brian on, the, on a microphone one of these days and just do a podcast. And we said, okay, why not do it? So about two and a half years ago, we got on the mic, we started it uh we started with really five listeners today we have about on an average show about it, it varies but i I'd, I'd like to say between 12 and 18000 listeners so it's it's picked up uh, some some good shows go 20000 plus but it's it's a, it's a long show it's one hour it's not a short show by any chance and it's uh you know we've picked up our own niche if you will of listeners uh, and i'm very very humbled by the experience and've i learned a lot just by doing that show.
0: Yeah, it's one of my favorites. All right, we're down to the last minute, so here we go. Rapid fire. You ready? Sure. Your favorite old bookstore?
1: Uh, it is called my old books. Oh, my old bookstore in Melbourne, Florida. It's still there uh, after all these years. It's just one of the old mom and pop run, you know, used bookstores.
0: Yeah, mine. Mine's actually um, here in my local town. It's right on the beach. Same kind of thing. I can walk right off the beach and into it, and it's in the Neptune Beach Bookstore. Because you stuck actually in Florida, um, uh, that's correct. Hilarious! That that shows you how small the world is. Everybody. All right, this one I, I can't wait to hear the answer. When's the last time you watched television?
1: Uh, now about almost nine and a half years ago. Uh,
0: Maybe. I stopped
1: watching television and newspaper, or reading the newspaper. Yeah,
0: that is a I I love that <laughs> about you. <laughs> and, and and you know what? Over the past year, I so don't blame you. All right, now now the toughest question. Who is your favorite jazz musician?
1: Oh, without a doubt, Benny Goodman.
0: Oh, I, like, that's a, I wasn't expecting that. It's a good answer.
1: I love Benny Goodman.
0: All right. oh, now I know what to get you for uh, your birthday. All right. Where's the best place to learn more about what you're doing?
1: Um, just ask me. Get on a call with me. I am. I, that's the best way to learn. I always make time. I donate four hours a day, every day, every single day, other than the weekend, for anyone to get on the phone and talk to me.
0: And it's Vassal, everybody. It's Vessel. Thank you very much. Sir. All right. Thanks, buddy.